This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products, and in particular, books. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, like a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today, I have Grace Estelle, and I have to tell you that um, she's in Florida. She's in sunshiny Florida, and we're having some nice conversations before we got started, but she is actually from two worlds. I love this, the Philippines and the U.S. When she was four, her Filipino mom and dad, American dad, whisked her away from the Philippines to Ohio, where she barely survived the Arctic Midwest winters. Today, she lives in the Florida heat and is dedicated to helping our youth celebrate their joy and uniqueness. So let's talk about this, Grace. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. It's so wonderful to be here. Now, when we talk about um, you're from two worlds, have you been back to the Philippines? I have not. And, uh, you know, what's funny is when people ask me about the Philippines, I I moved to the States when I was four, as you just said. And so people say, okay, well, what do you remember about the Philippines? And I always tell them gravel. That's it. So if you're disappointed, so am I. Uh, (laughs) The Philippines is a beautiful tropical forest and jungle. And all I remember is gravel. Oh, so, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? Um, and, you know, I always think of when we're talking about um, the culture, I always say Filipino. And that's where I stumbled in your bio, because it's probably very much like Spanish. Filipina is for a female, right? Using the A. Correct. Okay. Yes. Just like with French as well. So, and And it is a language in which male dominates. So most people would say Filipino and that would be completely accepted. Yeah, so I just learned something. That's very cool. (laughs) Well, let's dive in. Let's talk about your journey. You have a book out and tell us the title. The title of my book is Chandler the Crocodile. It is a picture book that targets toddlers, young parents, grandparents, any caregivers who are really trying to teach their children about self-love and acceptance. The world needs that, right? Self- the world needs that. And the thing that's special about it is this is a timeless message and it will be relevant today. It was relevant 50 years ago. It'll be relevant 50 years from now. Fantastic. And the crocodile, is the crocodile inspired by your life in Florida? He sure is. Yes. <laughs> fantastic. He is. That's fantastic. But there was a life before writing this book. So tell us, let's go backwards. Tell us about, you know, your, your work before Chandler. So do you mean my professional work before Chandler or just personal? Okay. Uh, So I had have a really cool personal thing. You're a self-taught sugar cookie designer. And I have to tell you, (laughs) I've tried to teach myself to make the sugar cookies where you outline and then you fill in the middle and I could not do it. So I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Well, thank you. It, it, it is difficult and it takes a lot of practice. That's the truth. So if you tried it once and you failed, try it again. Okay. And luckily we have YouTube and you can learn from a lot of great cookie artists. That's how I did it. And do you do this as a side business or do you do it just for fun? Just for fun. The moment I try to make it a business, it's not fun anymore. Oh, see, you're onto something. Okay. So we're going to go back in your business history and hear about what you started out doing. 
So I've been in marketing now for 15 years and I've done a, a gamut of marketing, everything from digital marketing to performance marketing. Now I'm currently in brand marketing. So essentially what that means is that I help businesses of all sizes establish who they are, how they want to present themselves in the marketplace in terms of messaging, in terms of visuals, and I help them connect with their audiences through multiple channels, whether that's online, whether that's through traditional advertising like television, that my whole focus is to help them be successful in what they do. That's awesome. And is this at a specific company or do you, um, are you a consultant, freelancer? Today, currently I'm freelancing, but I've done this for many different companies of all sizes, everything from startup to fortune 500s. Oh, that's awesome. You know, a lot of people want to write a book and, um, being in publishing, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. Oh, you know, I'd love to buy you coffee. I want to hear about the process of writing, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, it's not really writing. It's Correct. not writing that sells. It's getting the message out there. So tell us what, from your background in marketing, what has really helped you to get your book in the market? And what do you see is helping you to sell your book and to get people um, that visibility? There are a few key components. And just to echo what you're saying, you're you're 100% right. Because once you're done with that book, that's just step one. Now you have to go market it. And that is a completely different beast for a writer because many writers don't have a marketing background. So I do feel like I certainly had an advantage in that situation. Uh, but there are a couple of main things. And one is understanding who your audience is. So in my case, I had a pretty great understanding because this is a picture book and picture books typically target toddlers, early readers, young parents, caregivers. So I had an understanding from that and that really enabled me to say, okay, I think I know who my audience is and now I have to figure out what channels I should use to target them. Knowing that I was going to publish this on Amazon, that in the beginning it wasn't going to be at storefronts, just made a lot of sense to do digital advertising. Mm. And there are really two components. There are more components, but I'm going to simplify it because this would end up being a five-hour conversation. <laughs> but when you're looking at marketing, you're looking at a few things. And so there's certain channels that will give you brand awareness, make people aware about your book, potentially about you. Doesn't mean they're going to buy it. It just means that they might remember it. And if they're in the market to buy a book, they might buy your book. Then the other piece of it is getting in front of the people who are ready to buy a picture book and making sure that you're there. So when you put these pieces together, you actually have a whole strategy and now you're able to reach people and of course get sales. In my case, one of the things that I looked at is when you're trying to build brand awareness and in, in this instance, I'm trying to build Chandler as a brand, Chandler the crocodile, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I have to build myself for the first time in my career where I'm used to marketing businesses oh my and, and thought leaders. Now I have to step into that seat. Um, so because, and, and the reason I say that is because people connect with people. So while they might think Chandler's cute, while they might like the message, they might be more attracted to what I'm trying to do to grace as a person and think, okay, maybe I want to support her. Maybe I like what she's doing. So that piece of brand awareness takes a long time to build. 
and you have to constantly work at it every day. So obviously being on this podcast is part of it. Mm -hmm. People may see this interview. So there's that piece of it. There are outlets like Facebook that are excellent at helping to raise brand awareness using assets like video. I, I created multiple videos for this book to help get the attention of people. If you think about when you're on Facebook and you're scrolling and something has to get your attention if it's not a friend of yours or a particular company that you like. And so video can really help do that. So I used Facebook. I'm, I'm thinking about opportunities to be on podcasts. Where can I actually be a guest blogger? Some of those things to help build brand awareness. But then the other piece that I talked about, which is the intent piece, is where channels like pay-per-click can actually really help you. So uh, my paperback is published through Amazon. And because of that, I'm able to actually use Amazon's pay-per-click program. And essentially what that does is you buy keywords that people are searching for when they're searching for a book and you bid on those keywords and hopefully you bid high enough that when people search for those terms, your book shows up. And if you bid high enough, your book will show up at the top and you increase the chances of getting clicked on. That's a simple way to put it, but it really there's is. a lot that goes into it. It really is. Yeah, we, we, you know, those of you listening, um, we as a publishing company in 2020, before the pandemic ever was anything, um, in January, we said, let's try Amazon, uh, let's try Amazon advertising. And um, we have a distributor, so we had to do it through the, their vendor code, but it was it was a learning curve because it really needs your attention several yes. times a week. I mean, if not daily, um, but it has been really good for us as a publishing company. And so I'm so glad to hear that you're using it as an author as well. That's fantastic. Maria, you have such a great point because one of the things that I said to my friends at the beginning of this process was this could easily be a full-time job because oh, yeah. when you are doing pay-per-click, whether it's on Amazon or Google, which I'm testing too, um, you do have to pay attention to it because there is, there's a relationship between how much you're willing to bid and how you actually show up. So for example, there may be a term, right? Picture books for toddlers. That's a search term. And maybe Amazon is suggesting that I bid $1.50 on it. But essentially what I should be doing is figuring out how low I can go to still show up near the top and get the click. So that's kind of where what you're talking about really comes into play. You have to look at that daily to be able to maintain your own budget, mm -hmm. right? Not everyone can throw out $1.50 each time someone searches yeah. for that. Um, and then, of course, the other piece is, okay, someone clicked on it. Just like when you browse at a store, it doesn't mean they're going to buy it. So you have to stay on top of that, too, because maybe you get 10 clicks for that, but you get zero purchases. Is it still worth bidding on? That's, mm -hmm. uh, that's part of what you have to think about. So it, it is a process, but I will say I've definitely had the most success with PPC so far. Fantastic. And you mentioned Google very slightly, but I heard it. Tell us about yeah, so, Google. Are you, are you tapping into Google as an author? Yes. Uh, so I am testing Google search against Amazon search. And the reason for that is because I want to see which one is going to help me stretch my budget the furthest, but get me the most results. 
and testing is such an important part of marketing. And so that's why I've employed Google. I will also say that the other piece, which I think is incredibly valuable for an author is to use influencer marketing. So I have sought out some influencers on Instagram, whether they were moms with a strong following, whether they were uh, you know, book editors who actually read and offer reviews. And I've seen a lot of success with that, uh, particularly around my hardback. Wonderful. Yeah, we actually, I just got off an interview with Kat. Um, she's also an author and that has really been um, substantial for her in her mm -hmm. author business was influencer marketing and having an authentic relationship with those influencers. That's fantastic. absolutely. And that, that takes a little bit of time as well, just like when you're building your own brand awareness, because you don't want to just approach them. You want to follow them for a while, get to know who they are, and then have an authentic conversation before you try to go down that path of asking them to promote your product. Absolutely. So I'll, I'm just so impressed because uh, it's not every day you meet an author who is um, so knowledgeable in marketing and advertising. And so it's really such a great, I mean, most of us, I was in the same boat. I, I was a teacher forever before I wrote my first book. And I had to self-teach myself all of this through podcasts and books and webinars and workshops. And it's just really neat that you have the best of both worlds. So if you were an author and you wanted to learn more about Amazon advertising and Google advertising, where would you go? Do you have any resources to share? YouTube is a huge resource. There are a lot of wonderful, talented people out there who put together video tutorials for you on how to learn some of these tools. And there's a channel called Kindlepreneur. And this gentleman actually owns a product called Publisher Rocket, which I use for Amazon PPC. And what it does is it essentially shows you what keywords people are searching for. You can even look at your competition as an author and take a look at what they're investing in and kind of build your strategy around that. It is an incredible tool, simplifies it, makes it easy for a non-marketer and, and the Kindlepreneur channel gives a lot of amazing tips on how to leverage search. Fantastic. That is, that's the gold mine in this interview for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, so Grace, do you have anything else you would like to share? Where can people find you and your book? My website is graceestel.com. You can visit that website, learn a little bit more about me, learn a little bit more about Chandler the Crocodile. Chandler the Crocodile is also available on Amazon in paperback and hardback. So those are definitely the ways to connect with me. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me through my website, which has been incredibly amazing. Um, actually, that's how we're having this conversation today. And um, I really welcome any feedback on the book. I will respond to every single person within 24 hours. I just think it's so important. And I'm just so delighted that people take the time to do it. That's awesome. And we'll make sure to link to all of these wonderful things like your website and your books in the show notes. And um, you know where to find Grace, everyone, and for more information. And I love that you're willing to respond and to connect with people. We look forward to our next interview that will air next Tuesday. So every Tuesday, we release new interviews. Until then, think outside of the box. Don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you so much, Grace. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more 
at cardinalrulepress.com.